I want to uh, thank our sponsors. I apologize in advance. If any sponsors are listening and their names aren't included, I may not have a final list. Uh, Simone and Bernie Suskowitz, in memory of Simona's mother, Rachel Basher Schleib, Anne and Charles Bartel, in memory of Charles' mother, Rivka Rezel Baschayim Hirsch, and the Week of Learning, Michal God Cohen, in memory of God's father, Yaakov Ben Yitzchak HaKohen, Chavin Ephraim Casper, in memory of Chava's father, Ari Leben Mordechai Mendel, Leonard Pollock, Chava's grandfather, Avram Dov Ben Yaakov Halevi, Albert Levin, and Ephraim's grandmother, Rezel Baselik Rose Orenstein. And again, I apologize if I'm missing anyone else. So nice to see some of you on here celebrated Smachot this week. And I'm sure some others who are listening on the podcast or on the recording, Malatov on a wedding, on a birth, and we should only see good things. We look forward to seeing everyone in person. I raised a question last week, which we're going to continue with this week, a perfect uh, connection of Mishpatim and Truma. The question that I raised last week was that according to the Rambam in Hilchos Tvila, the source for davening, what he considers to be a biblical requirement for men and women, not necessarily considered as the Lubavitch, first Lubavitch Rebbe explains, I don't think I showed this to you last week, a time-bound mitzvah. It's something that we kind of all need every single day out of Rachamim. It's based on a pasuk in last week's parsha. The pasuk you have this week on the very bottom of the page. Now the Ramban and many others jump on the Rambam. The Rambam obviously has sources, and I explained to you uh, last week we looked inside how he makes this uh, derivation. It's not his own, but my question that I raised that I didn't see anyone else raise. Let's accept the position of the Rambam. The least likely Parsha to find the mitzvah of tefillah, if I had to ask most people out there, I think if I gave them a 10, you could pick a multiple choice, one of 10, and Parsha Mishpatim was on there. A lot of people would put Mishpatim number 10 as the source of where you would look to find the source of tefillah. Mishpatim was so much not about what's going on up on the mountain. You know, that was Parsha's Yisro. It's really what's going out in the street, in the business, in the office place. What's Tfila doing there? Now, you can actually ask the question about other aspects of last week's Parsha, the Chagim, etc. And what I say today will actually connect to that, the suggested answer. Now, I would have probably guessed if I was writing the Torah, but uh, thank God for all of you, that never happened. Some rabbis, right, we think at times maybe we do write the Torah, but that's not the way it works. I would have maybe put it into this week's Parsha, because this week's Parsha is the Parsha of Truma. It's the Beis HaMikdash. This is the perfect Shabbos to have an appeal for a shul. Hopefully the thousand people that come to shul, the Shabbos, who knows, maybe we'll get some notice today from the CDC, from the Department of Health, that everybody can come back inside, <clears throat> no separation, you never know. So you would expect it would be this Parsha. This would be a great parsha not only to talk about the edifice of the synagogue, of the Beis HaMikdash, but what goes on in there. And in fact, if you look at the, the Gemara and you look at the Rishonim, and I happened to spend a little time earlier this morning look at some Hasidic uh, insights, they really try to take the parsha away from just the physical to the spiritual, not just the Kruvim, 
not just uh, the Aron, but every aspect represents something. So I know this long-winded introduction has been very interesting, but I think it's a good kasha. What are we doing in Pasha Mishpatim learning about the mitzvah of tefillah? Why not in Pasha's Truma? So let's do a little Truma work. It'll kind of reinforce my question. And then I want to give a suggestion. I, again, I didn't see anyone else ask this question, but everything I'm going to share with you today, I think a very strong Makaros, and we'll give a suggestion that I think, at least to me, is helpful every day when I daven. And maybe it could be helpful to you, whether you daven in shul, whether you daven at home, on a plane, train, people used to take boats and ships, you know, Bezras and then should all come back. So the Pasuk says this week, for us to make us for Shachanti Basocha. So I'm fast forwarding right ahead. Obviously, the Pasuk on a most basic level is talking about the Mishkan. When exactly this happened, that's interesting. Pre-Egel, post-Egel, not for now. Make for me a Migdash for Shachanti Basocha. It clearly raises a lot of theological questions that we're not going to discuss. Who? Do, what do we need? God, God's everywhere. But okay, human beings need a place to connect to, to the Rebbe Shalom and the special Shekhinah found in the Mishkan. Then we know that this expands to the Beis HaMikdash. You look into the Rambam, which I didn't copy for you, Beis HaBchira Aleph. The Rambam talks based on this. There's a Chiyav to build a base on Migdash. It's a mitzvah. Then you look in the Gemara Meseches Megillah, the second source that you have on the page, a very similar Gemara at Meseches Psachim, but you know why I chose Meseches Megillah? So I could say this connects to Purim, okay, Baruch Hashem, and this is a more famous Gemara. The Gemara comes up with the term Migdash Ma'at. So we go from the Mishkan to the base on Migdash to a Migdash Ma'at. And here's the language in Mesechus Megill. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Elu Batek and Asios, Batek Midrashos, Shabbatinek. Or the Gemara says Shabbat And we know that Halachalamasa, that is true. As much as everyone, Baruch Hashem, is trying to get together, even not in the shul, but they're davening outside. I say Baruch Hashem because it's, at times it's better than nothing, not all the time, but especially at these times. But there's still something lacking. You can't transform your your, your backyard into a migdash. You can put up a sign that says "Base Knesses," you know, "Anche uh, Truma," whatever you want. The bottom line is, it's only inside a Beit Knesset that you have a din of migdash ma'at. And the halacha nafkuminis Friday night. What do you say when you dive in? Other times, it's also a perception. If you say it's more spiritual, you know, a lot of people after this uh, pandemic, it's a good time now. They're going to say, I feel more spiritual davening in my house. Now it's, it's necessary. Or they're going to say, I feel more spiritual with my neighbors. You know, we're a bunch of chevra. We've developed a close relationship. I got to go back and deal with all these people with the tissues and the sneezing. And I don't like everybody there. And this guy only invited me on Zoom. Bottom line is, you can feel what you want. That's not Judaism. It's only in a shul that has the highest level of shechina. Doesn't mean you can't dive in somewhere else, but you can't turn into what it's not. It's a good point to stress this week's parsha. So the, the Gemara comes along in Masechus Megillah and says, you could have the Mishkan and the Migdash in Teaneck, New Jersey, in Las Vegas, as long as it's uh, based on Migdash. Now the Zohar I, I never saw the Zohar until this year. I don't generally, you know, flip through Zohars, but I came across the Zohar a few months ago as I was looking for something else. 
the Zohar actually, it's fascinating because it connects to that Rambam and Hilchas Beis Abchira. The Rambam says there's a mitzvah to build a Migdash. Is there a mitzvah to build the Beit Knesset? There's obviously a mitzvah to have a Beit Knesset, but do you get a mitzvah for building it? You want to have access to one, but is there an idea on the individual, on the community? So the Zohar says something incredible. Just look at the second line. Yasuli Migdash Shechati Besocham on this parsha. Vasuli Migdash Stam the Chobay Kenishta the Alma. Every base Knesset in the world is called a Migdash, and he goes on to talk about the Chiyav to build one. So all of this is reinforcing my question. There's another source, a very interesting uh, Shalos and Shuvos. Some of you may know people, there's a family, a Saffron. They're all over the world, but a lot of them originally are from Romania, from this family of Rebetzala Saffron. So this is something I just have in my, I don't have this in my back pocket, but it's a, it's a pretty well-known Shalos and Shuvos on the application of a Shachanti Pesocham today. It's a great Rabbanim like this because we're supposed to get up and remind people that the way you behave in a shul is supposed to follow the way that we behave in the Beis Hamigdash. So first you have to learn all the halachas of how to behave in the Beis Hamigdash. I may discuss the Shabbos with Bezras Hashem. You're hearing it here for the first time. We're going to make a big change in shul the Shabbos in Ketatara. Big change. What's the change? For the, first, doors. for the first time in a year, almost a year, we're going to lane from the Bima. We're going to lane from the Bima. Definitely the Megillah. Because you see, I'll explain it maybe in Shul. People will push me for the Megillah. If I'm going to do it for the Megillah, how can I not do it for Parshas Truma? With it, you have the Mizbeach. But that's a shear I'll have to give over Shabbos, Mitzvah Hashem, or discuss it. You may even get a Drusha because I have to talk about the Mizbeach. So that's what you have in this unbelievable tshuva of the Ravaz. Now what he talks about, and this is the point that I want to highlight, he says, if you look in the middle, this is all going to get me to my answer. If we don't finish today, Baruch Hashem, we'll keep going. That in a Beit Knesset, you're not allowed to talk, just stama talk. You see, in language, you may hear about this more in Shabbat Shuvah. That's why I'm, I'm looking at this source now. There's different types of speech. You know, there's a lot of talk today about speech that's insightful, incitement, right? Then you have great speech, Torah. How are you, my, my, my wife? How are you, my children? That's beautiful speech. The Ram has five different categories. When you're talking today in your business dealings, that's not called sichas betela. You're doing it to make a living. Certain talk, maybe if you talk, you know, about the Knicks, that may be Sichas Patel if you spend more than two minutes on it. So what the Ravaz says over here is in the Beit Knesset, you have to have only good talk, things that are important, relating to Hashem, maybe relating to someone else, how are you? And then he says, There's absolutely no problem talking about business, Look, looking at the stocks, talking about GameStop, etc. You know, not just to say my idiot guy invested in it or didn't invest in it, but in order to, to make a living, to, to be productive. And the source that he uses in the context of all of this is our parasha. So even if I didn't have last week's share, Ed, it was worth showing up today 
for reinforcement of the Asuli Migdash Rishachanti Basokham, how it applies to today. It's a Migdash Ma'at. There may be a Chiyav to build a Beit Knesset. And when we're in a Beit Knesset, or obviously any Makum Tefillah, but especially a Beit Knesset, we have to remember the Shekhinah is right over here. Even talk that is allowed outside in the, in the street, in commerce, is not allowed inside. So wouldn't have this have been the perfect place to, for Hashem to tell us, Hashem why Baum is asking, did that Pasuk have to be in last week's parish? It should have been in this week's parish. Does anyone want to give an answer? I, I haven't included enough people this year in uh, participating. Some guys are driving. I don't want to distract them. So I want to give a suggestion. The suggestion is based on a Bach. Now, before I get to the Bach, I'm just going to reinforce the question with one more thing I didn't get to last week. There's a great Hasidic master. He also was a great halachist, Rabbi Kalinimus Kalman Halevi Epstein. Many Epsteins connect, if they're Levium, they may connect themselves back to him. He was one of the great Talmidim of Rabbi Elimelech of Lezhensk. And in this Sefer Ma'ar V'Shemesh, I'm going to summarize right now this paragraph that I would suggest you take. He says, one of the greatest disservices that people do in their service of God is that they isolate. I mean, this is so relevant today, but not where they're forced to isolate, where out of their own volition, they choose not to learn with people. They think that maybe they're going to do better learning alone. It's never, it never happens. And they daven alone. And he says, the Pasuk in last week's Pasha from Pasha Mishpatim is the source that the best way to function in your Avodah Hashem, again, at times we need to be alone, is to do it within the context of a tzibor. Go back to the Pasuk from last week. It's on the bottom of the first page. I'm, I'm explaining to you tomorrow Hashemesh now in this paragraph. It's such a beautiful paragraph. Maybe I'll come back and read one line. That's Lashon Rabbim, Vavadatem. You, as a tzibor, should serve Hashem. And you know what you're going to get in return? Again, we don't always know how things, the quid pro quo, we do this, Hashem gives that. But Hashem is telling us, right, whether it's physical or spiritual, that's Lashon Yachrit. You as an individual, if you join the tzibor in Avodah Hashem, you will be blessed as an individual. The way I like to look at this rationally is you're a better individual because you participate with the tzibor when it comes to Avodah Hashem. It's better for the tzibor, it's better for the individual. If you look into the Mar Hashem, it's such an incredible paragraph. I'll read to you the end. The Pasuk says, As you as a community, you come together and you serve Hashem, You think maybe by coming to Shul in the morning, not you, everyone, it's going to be bad for your, your job, it's actually going to be better. You think maybe it'd be better if I stay home alone and daven and then I could work an extra hour? Again, if you're going to lose your job, it's one thing. But you're going to be more productive. 
you're going to walk out with the sense of bravado, Baruch Hashem, I was together with the Tzibor, and Hashem's going to reward you for it. It's incredible. But again, that would have been perfect for this week's parsha. What's it doing in last week's parsha? So I want to give my suggestions based on the Bach. The Bach doesn't say it, but Baum is saying it, and I think it's what the Bach is saying. You see, the Bach is a commentary on the tour. The Bach was a very important commentary, and he was very important father-in-law to his son-in-law, the Taz. What he's discussing over here is what's the break? You know, we have it every single day if we come to Shul or when we come back to Shul, there's a transitional moment. You leave Shul and then you go out into the world. The question is, is that a segregation or is there an integration? The Bach doesn't use this language, but that's the language that I'm using. And the Bach says that what we should be thinking about during, he says it specifically on Elena Shabbat, but I could show you from a Me'iri, it's everything after Tachanun and on, is look at this. For Omer Elena Shabbat, Hatamhu, what the end of davening is supposed to get us to think about is Litkoa Bilvavenu, is to fix into our hearts. Interesting term, Litkoa. I don't know if I translate it even properly, to fix or to implant into our hearts, before we leave, that basically what he goes on to say is everything that we accomplished in here, that everything that we accomplished in here, we're going to take with us out there. What I want to suggest over here is the following. Mishpatim is when we need tefillah when we're in the workplace and getting ready for the workplace in the busy world, that's when we need the truma. You see, to me, Parsha's truma is where we find this reinforcement, the motivation. If you would take my theory, truma should have been before Mishpatim, but I didn't write put the Torah into order. But it's specifically in the middle of Parsha's Mishpatim, because you see, Mishpatim is the busy Parsha. If you see what I called the title this week, for busy people. I think there used to be a cartoon my kids watch. Busy people, busy, it's a busy Parsha. In the, you shouldn't think that there's a segregation. So it's specifically in the middle of the busiest Parsha in the Torah, Mishpatim, or the first time that we're introduced to all these issues, we're being reminded, don't forget about Vavaratem as Hashem Don't forget to Davin Mincha. In the middle of your crazy day, find a place with 10 people and Davin with the minion if possible. Don't forget on your way out. Don't say, honey, I'm going to work. I'm going to Davin. And that, maybe that is the Avodah. That's the real work. So it was, Hashem did not want to wait until Parshas Truma to all of a sudden say, we have the sanctified life in a perfect sanctuary. That sanctuary is supposed to be integrated into our lives. And it's specifically in Parshas Mishpatim that we should be thinking about Vyasuli Migdash for Shachanti sometimes, and maybe I want to suggest why it's afterwards, again, this is homiletical, you could be so frustrated at work one day, or many days, or many weeks, or maybe so frustrated in the basement trying to be on a business meeting and, and the kids are interrupting or somebody's interrupting, a lot of people screaming, but you have in your head that, you know what, someday when this thing is over, or tonight, depending on where you're up to, I'm going to get that sanctity in the base of Migdash. Not in the real base of Migdash, which we want to get to so fast. Some of you are plotting to be able to get to Israel for Pesach. I want to get there for Purim. 
But you think in Va'asuli Mikdash Shachati Basacham, it is not segregated, it is part of our lives. So, specifically in the busiest parsha of Mishpatim, which starts talking about the street, we talk about prayer. Thank you, everyone, for joining. And I, I hope I included all the sponsors. Again, I apologize if I missed anyone. We'll see you. Maybe next week we'll do a little Purim Torah, serious Purim Torah. Okay. Thank you. Be well. Thank you.